Welcome to Some Would Say. Casual chats for curious people. Your weekly podcast hosted by us, Amelia Rose and Lara May, unpacking all things life from the arts to well-being, from work to play and hearing what others have to say. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Some Would Say. Hope you're all feeling fun, feeling great. Feeling fab, feeling fresh. (laughs) We do have a good day planned ahead of us. We are heading up the coast later to Sunshine Coast to visit our good friend Vanessa's, um, well visit her and visit the apartment she's just moved into. Yes, it'll be good and hopefully we're going to record an episode with Vanessa and Jess, our two friends. Yep. But we'll see how that goes because sometimes when we get into those situations, we're like, ah, I can't be fucked. (laughs) Yeah, literally just a couple (laughs) wines in. We're just like, nah. Before we get into today's episode, we will do our go on then, which is our weekly sum up of something we've been listening to, something that challenged us and something that made us feel good. This week, I have been pumping an absolute banger and it is a song called, it's a SoundCloud remix actually. I don't know about you guys, but when I have to get onto SoundCloud, there's something in my soul that just says, this is wrong. Like I hate having to go on SoundCloud, but I do it for this song because it's that good. So anyways, the song is called, What's a Girl to Do? Um, And then it's a remix of, what do you call it? A mashup with Roses. And it's by a DJ called Riordan Edit. I don't know if the edit is actually part of his name or it's just Riordan. But anyways, we'll leave it down below. It's a tune. It's a tuna sandwich. <laughs> if you guys follow our Instagram, we uploaded a video with this guy who's kind of like a bit of a comedian. And he took off Triple J presenters. <laughs> and how <laughs> it's so funny. So many people were losing their shit. And he goes on to say, he's like, oh, my God, what an absolute tuna sandwich. Like, it's just so funny. And so the other day I sent a Facebook message to Lara and I did like the tuna emoji and then a sandwich. And I thought (laughs) that was so funny. Such a comedian. Oh, I love that. Except don't love the inconvenience of having to get all the way on SoundCloud. That just feels like such a 2008 problem, you Literally. know. Literally. Like, where's LimeWire at? Yeah. Like, <laughs> might as well just get your LimeWire out. What have you been listening to this week, Laz? I have been getting myself pumped up for flight facilities um, who are playing the Brisbane River stage tomorrow. Very excited for that. And so I've just kind of been diving into that classic album, Down to Earth, and then their new album, which I can't really remember the name of. But anyway, um, <laughs> it's good though. <laughs> super memorable. <laughs> no, you know, I don't, I'm not like the biggest fan of their new stuff. Um, mm. There's like one or two songs on that album that's cool, like that move with drama. That's a really sick song. Um, but no, like Fly Facilities are just iconic for our age group mm, like it I, really is it just brings me right back to like high school and like our first music festivals and yes because they literally played like every single festival under the sun pretty sure that we had for a while there it was just like fly facilities headlining oh who's headlining this one fly facilities like yeah fly facilities and hilltop hoods like <laughs> wow what a shocker <laughs> yeah totally oh my god speaking of hilltop hoods i saw this meme um that was just i lost my shit out once and it was like 
any Australian festival headliner cancels and it's just like this big red button with a hand about to push it. It's like Hilltop <laughs> like the go-to if anyone cancels oh so true classic it really is so true that them and cat empire oh but absolute like oh bangers yeah total total bangers but um how good's cat empire where are they at these days but yeah no 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 clue but um there was always that person that would be about 40 or 45 now that was like oh how good is the cat empire (laughs) and it's like do you know any other bands like Oh, so funny. So funny. What challenged you this week? Well, it was a bit of a, um, what do you call it? First world problem. First world problem. That's the one. My laptop died randomly. I literally did nothing and went to turn it on one day and it came up with a flashing folder with a question mark on it. So I was like, great. And it actually had happened to my laptop before. So I knew what to do. Took it into the guys and they fixed it. And I got a text this morning saying that it's ready for pickup. So that's good. But currently on Mitch's like prehistoric MacBook Air, it's got a couple of bangs in it because he dropped it. Like literally it's like bent at the corner. (laughs) (laughs) And he's got some like old rusty stickers on there and (laughs) it's doing the job, but it's not great. If you know the feels, you know the feels. You're such a sucker for like aesthetics too. Like I feel I like like anyone else would be like, oh yeah, just grateful to have a laptop. And you're like, <laughs> nah. <laughs> no, I said to Mitch, I was like, should I just buy another laptop? He's like, no, Amelia, like that is so wasteful. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you do not need to spend three grand on a laptop. Yeah. Speaking of today's topic. Yeah, literally <laughs> speaking of today, um, what challenged you, Laz? Well, um, it could have gone really pear-shaped for me. But yesterday I was heating up my lunch in the household air fryer. I heated it up. I was eating it at the table, but I'd left some baking paper in there so that the cheese from my chicken parmy didn't melt through. But like if you if you shut the air fryer and there's still time left on it, it'll just keep cooking, like or at least think it's cooking, yeah. whatever's inside it. And so I heard this kind of like hissing and cracking sound and I'm just like, oh, that's a bit weird. But I just thought it was the neighbours. And then like about 10 seconds later, I'm like, hmm, oh, it's the bloody air fryer. I'll go turn it off. And I go to walk over to it and there's like flames like coming out <laughs> oh from the top, like literal fire. I had one of those like life flashes before my eyes <laughs> moments where I just started thinking of all the things in our house that were important, aka... Um, my roommate's thesis assignment oh my gosh on the giant like mac like to my right and i'm like thinking i'm like okay gotta get the dogs out gotta get her thesis assignment out. how funny like in like a space of five seconds that you can think Literally, of all those things i was so impressed because i'm not usually like a quick thinker but like in the in that <laughs> moment i was just like right my laptop ali's bloody uni thing and then the dogs and that and that's all that mattered it just shows you like you know what in those moments what <laughs> really impl- matters but i'm not shitting you like this whole thing was going up in flames like the only thing that pretty much wasn't was the handle that i could grab because it, it, <gasps> you kind of have two sections to an air fryer i don't know if you've used one before i could grab it first like instinct said like turn it off at the powerpoint so i just go to the powerpoint here's me thinking it's about to explode oh in my, my god literally i thought it was going to explode in my face i was terrified grabbed the handle just like ran to the bathtub (laughs) when this thing's on fire and i'm just like heart's racing turn the cold tap on and just hear this oh my god thinking thinking i've totally fucked this machine and somehow it still works i don't know how but 
Um, Holy shit. In this house, like, you could not have more wood in it if you tried. Like, <laughs> it's, it's so like, true. there's so much. It's like the most flammable house, like, on the face of the on earth. On the street, let alone. Yeah, so. Very, very. <laughs> I don't usually, challenge. my challenges aren't usually that much of a challenge, but that was. Oh, my God. When you told me, I was, like, low-key in hysterics, but then also thinking about it, I was like, fuck, that's traumatic. No, it was, it was honestly. I reckon if I'd waited another 10 seconds, oh, like. you'd be done. Yeah. And it's so funny because be up in flames. It's so funny because at my part-time job, like they've told me if I want to work from home, I have to get a fire extinguisher. And I'm like, guys, <laughs> come guys, on, come on now. I'm not getting a fire extinguisher. Neck min. Neck min. Where's your work from home fire <laughs> extinguisher at? <laughs> so anyway, second guessing that now. Love it. What well, made don't you don't actually love it? <laughs> no. <laughs> what made you feel good meals? My feel good for this week is very reminiscent of the topic that we're speaking about today but it is I went to the farmer's market on the weekend and it was just a good time I know if you follow me on socials I got on and it was kind of like sometimes when I have to go to the farmer's market I feel in my brain I'm just like this is such a chore like why do I have to do this then I have to go to Woolworths and I've got to like go all around the Gold Coast to pick up like my groceries. There's just nothing like a bit of convenience. Yeah. But when I actually went to the farmer's market, I was like, I get it. Like I get why people go. Like mm. it does make you feel really good. Like you're being an absolute eco queen. Champ. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, it made me feel good. And the food was really good too. It was just, it was good all around. I feel like the whole experience of it is good for you. Like mind, body and soul, you know, like. Yep. getting out and you're seeing people totally it's like the atmosphere of of the place you're of supporting unity you're supporting local yes business and even talking to the people who literally like grow your produce like there's you can't really beat that no no you can't it's just so nice yeah and they know everything about the crops and all oh, this <laughs> and that and it's like it's so good so wholesome it really is it really throws throws us back to the like Throws me back to like ocean shores. <laughs> Growing up in the Northern Rivers. If you know what that was like. You know. You know. What made you feel good, Laz? Well, this is like literally the opposite of what you just said. But as like a kind of weird treat, I bought myself a box of Nutrigrain <laughs> this week. <laughs> because I don't know about you, but growing up, like that was just a once a year, if that. Oh, definitely. Kind of, it was like going to a friend's house, having to get Nutrigrain there. Yeah. I remember like, I remember being really sick on a family holiday because the breakfast buffet, they had Cocoa Pops and I just like went back for about eight <laughs> rounds because mum yes. never let me have it. And so I, I was like that. going and sitting at empty tables and eating it away from the family. <laughs> I was so similar to that. Like It's like when you take something away from someone, they just want more of it. Yep. So anyway, I never buy Nutrigrain or any cereal and I have a pretty good like I'm mostly healthy in my grocery shopping but this week I was just like nah <laughs> I feel like a box of Nutrigrain there's like seven serves in it so seven recommended serves I reckon I've smashed in about four <laughs> over like the space of two days anyway that that's been that made me feel good it, it does bit, fill your soul doesn't it and it makes you feel good about being an adult that you can make those decisions yeah. for yourself and not have to be like mom 100 like, percent uh. Like when you were, when you were little, those were the things that you look forward to. Yes, looked forward to, and, and now then, we're here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Embrace that. Embrace those Nutrigrain bowls. I had a moment the other night. I was at Woolies, and I was at the checkout, 
and I looked a bit dishevelled, like I had my hair in a messy bun and I was wearing God knows what. And then the lady at the checkout was like, oh, big day. And I was like, oh, yeah. Don't you just wish you could click your fingers and dinner was ready? And she's like, oh, no fairies at your house either. And I was like, ha, 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 good one. And then I realised that I was having one of those adult conversations that you look remember like listening to at the shops when your mum was doing the groceries and you'd be sitting there like I'd have no idea what they're talking about like I've never had to cook something in my life yeah or you'd be like adults yeah and now I'm like oh my god I've officially crossed the threshold (laughs) sometimes I catch myself doing that and I'm like shut up shut up yeah 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 Yeah. I'm like I'm a boring adult when (laughs) did life get so exciting (laughs) moving on to today's topic which is all about sustainability and simple ways that we can all be better in our everyday life, realistic tips that you can implement. And Amelia and I, we are certainly not claiming to be the world's greatest eco-warriors by any means. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Can confirm. Can confirm. But we hope that, you know, by having this chat, maybe we can spread some awareness for ourselves and our listeners and make a small difference for the big picture. Yep. Now, sustainability is, there are many elements to it. There's, you know, economical sustainability, social sustainability, environmental sustainability. But we're just going to kind of sum it up today in the best way that we can. Yeah. And I think it's important to kind of realise that sustainability is so much more than just turning off a light switch or actually remembering to use your recycle bin. And I feel like we hear the word sustainability getting thrown around a lot and it's a bit of a flex for a lot of businesses to Mm. tick that sustainability box. But according to the UN Environment Programme, environmental sustainability involves making life choices that ensure an equal, if not better, way of life for future generations. We found a really great blog that kind of sums it up a bit for us and it's from inspirecleanenergy.com. To put it simply, sustainability aims to improve the quality of human life without putting unnecessary strain on the Earth's supporting ecosystems. It's about creating an equilibrium between consumerist human culture and the living world. We can do this by living in a way that doesn't waste or unnecessarily deplete natural resources. Yeah, and the bit that I loved in this article, it said, when we're feeling stressed out or out of touch, many of us instinctively go for walks. We search for forests, parks, beaches and country roads to feel more at peace and connected to nature. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I can kind of lose sight and take these places and our lifestyles for granted. And therefore, it's really easy to sweep those bad sustainability slash eco habits under the rug. 100% and it's freaky at the thought of not having these places to go as a refuge and not having them available to us, which is a, yeah, which is a very realistic issue that the world is facing at the moment. So let's look at some simple ways to implement sustainability in our everyday lives. My first tip, a little hack when you're grocery shopping. I don't know about you, but you know those little fucking plastic bags that you get to put your apples in and put your bloody like banana why does a banana need a bag <laughs> like it doesn't need a bag i don't want to toot my own horn but i've never used those me bags. either they make me so mad even like zucchinis and stuff maybe i'm more of an eco warrior than i think i am <laughs> maybe well maybe out of just pure hate i hate the feeling of them as well they just but they're so unnecessary because you get home and you take it out of said bag and put them and in put the fucking in fruit the- bowl yeah like it makes me 
mad Especially when I see someone using it. And you know what happened the other day? What? We were at the self-serve checkout and because I never use them and Mitch thinks I'm a freak, but I never use them because they're such a waste. We were putting like apples in or something in the bag to check it out and it wasn't letting us go because Mitch would put like one in at a time and it went all funny like the weight went all funny and the chick came over and she was like oh it's because they're not in like the bags that you meant to use I was like fuck off <laughs> you're what's wrong with the world oh no I didn't say that but I was just like <laughs> oh you didn't <laughs> my blood was like boiling so if you're using those little plastic bags that you put your bananas in don't stop right now thank you very much <laughs> need somebody with a sustainable touch <laughs> we are never airing this episode <laughs> so that's my first tip what i love that yours? one i love that one and i love that we kind of realized that we're already doing that anyway honestly like you know when something becomes a habit like i've never ever used it so i've never had to like unlearn that habit yes. like it's yes. just i don't even consider grabbing a bag when so i put my true. veggies in the trolley like just go home and wash your fucking fruit yeah yeah <laughs> like honestly and plus especially with things that you've got to peel anyway like the bananas inside the damn skin yeah <laughs> the skin why do you need to put it in a plastic bag yeah it doesn't make sense it really doesn't oh that just grinds my eco warrior gears <laughs> i can tell you right now oh anyways moving on tip number two as a cleaning product bicarb soda and white vinegar game changer it's like you know how coca-cola cleans coins yeah, yeah. it's that similar kind of thing where it just like removes yep. the surface and like erodes it yeah but, but like not yeah kind of yeah pretty much um but anyway it's just like an old trick of the cleaning trade and um, <laughs> and it's just non-toxic and works a treat and it's That's really awesome. really cheap because like think about how mm. cheap white vinegar is it's like a dollar a totally yeah something and you can buy you know bicarb in bulk they're just things that you probably have in the house anyway so it helps but definitely look it up bicarbon vinegar and make a solution spray your shower spray your kitchen so good yep. i've never heard of that i'll no. definitely have to give it a go i hate artificial cleaning spray smells. and wipe oh catch me never using spray and wipe <laughs> <laughs> I, actually... I, I promise i'm clean but like catch me never <laughs> using spray and wipe okay the next one is minimizing your meat consumption and i'm sure we've all kind of heard by now but what it takes to get from a cow <laughs> this is so graphic but an animal in a field to a perfectly um boxed piece of mince is a fuckload of resources essentially and particularly water and i'm not saying go vegan because I'm not vegan, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that would be a bit, um, <laughs> what do you call it? Hypocritical. <laughs> um, but I think being conscious of your meat consumption and where your meat's coming from is really important as well. Totally. Yeah. And even just, I think a lot of people I know now do like meatless Mondays yes. or all those kind of things. Everything's so convenient to us and therefore it's like overconsumption of that particular thing. The overarching message from that tip is just try and lower your meat consumption where you can. Okay, next tip off the rank. <laughs> now this is what? 
Next Tim off the rank. <laughs> Next Gav off the rank. <laughs> yeah, I know that's a thing. I'm just trying to be funny. This is what I heard the other day, actually, from my good friend, Sav. Um, and I just thought it was brilliant. And I don't know why I've never thought of it before. But if you have a bath, when you're done with the bath, use that water to water your plants. Oh, that's a good one. Mm, you're love about that. to put it down the drain anyway. So My mum used to soak her clothes after she'd had a bath. Like in um, nappy yeah. sand? Um, just soak them in the bath, like after she'd had one. But in something or just water? It was just like the remnants of the soap. Oh. Yeah. I don't wow. know. Wow. Yeah. There you go. I think it was like her whites or something because she wasn't ready to wash them yet. Oh. It was in like that limbo phase. I don't know. But True. Yeah. She would like recycle her water that way. Well, there you go. Anyway, if you've got a bath, not a bad tip. Mm-hmm. Um... And that can just be the time that you water your plants if you have a bath that frequently, like like and I do. So there you go. Okay, my next one is buy recycled toilet paper and paper towels. Because who needs a fresh fucking toilet roll to wipe your bum? <laughs> <laughs> like you may as well just have recycled paper when you're wiping your bum. Like yeah. what's like <laughs> Who cares, really? You know what I mean? It go, It's literally gone in the space of a second. Yeah. Yeah, some people care a lot about that, like, you know, four plies, whatever. Like They really do. Yeah. And some people, like, hate the texture and the feel. I'm just like, I don't, I don't care that much. You know what I mean? It's a bit of a status thing too. It's like if you've got really thick, qual toilet paper in your house, it's like I've got money. You know, I've got but money th- to spare. I know what you mean, but then I feel like, it's, there's been a flip recently because like, what's the brand called that everyone loves and it comes in the individually wrapped rolls and it's oh, like, um, who, we, we use, who gives a crap? Who gives a crap, yeah. Or don't give a crap or something like that. And they're like at my bougie Pilates studio mm. in like the corner where you, normally you don't want to see your toilet paper, but now it's on show for yeah. everyone to see <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you're using recycled toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. Yet again, don't mean to toot my own horn. And to be fair, I didn't implement this, but um, we actually have that in our household. Oh, um, there you go. I think Ali orders it. But yeah, it's, it's great. And they look really good. And yeah, it's just you get it in bulk. <laughs> Get it in bulk so you're not buying toilet paper every week. Exactly. And you're saving the world. Yeah. One toilet roll at a time. Totally. All right. The next one for me, I want to change the mindset that it's embarrassing to pick up a piece of trash in front of other people that isn't yours. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Do you remember being like a kid at school and you're like, if you picked up trash, it was almost like embarrassing or something? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I don't know. It was cool not to care. It was cool not to care. Exactly. But I feel like... I feel like if, you, if you're walking in the park and you see some rubbish that isn't yours, most people just keep walking. You know, mm. you see a can of empty can of Coke or a napkin. It's not yours. Why should it be your problem? When I lived at West End, I feel like I always talk about when I lived at West End. But I was walking by the river and I saw this giant kind of like camping size um, bottle of water um, floating in the river. And you can kind of crawl down the rocks if you want to and like grab things out if it happens to fall in. And I, there was heaps of people around and I was like, oh, this is going to look a bit weird, but I kind of want to make a point. I was like, I kind of want to show that it's not embarrassing to pick up rubbish that isn't yours. Mm. And it wasn't any, it wasn't for my own benefit. Like it was literally just to, I was like, I wonder if I could change these people's minds today about 
Yes. Picking up rubbish in front of others. And so I crawled down these rocks and then I'm just walking with this gross thing. Like literally it just had like leaves and brown water like floating in it. And everyone looked at me like, what the hell is this chick doing? But I just remember feeling so good about myself. I was like, I've done my good deed for the bloody year. <laughs> um, and no, that's a good one because I am guilty of that. I don't often – it's almost like um, – because it's not like it's like we don't have any pride in our earth or something because it's kind of like not my problem well it's like someone else's job someone will get that later yeah yeah and um whereas if we were all more conscious in that regard i feel like it would make such a big difference yeah and it kind of comes back to that whole thing of well what's one person gonna do what's one like the difference of one piece of rubbish Mm. gonna do and um Ali, who again is my roommate, and I were talking last night about this and, you know, we were like, how many people are there in Australia? Like about 27 million roughly. Imagine if everyone in Australia picked up one piece of rubbish each. That's 27 million pieces of rubbish. Wow. That's babies included, but, you know, (laughs) that's 27 million pieces of rubbish. Like we always think – we don't think about the big picture. We only think about our small impact. Yeah, totally. um. Yeah, and it's just really important to remember. It's like when you're like, what's the point? I remember an ex of mine was like, what's the point of a green bag? Like, you know, if if everyone's not doing it, like what's the point? And I'm like, that's such a narrow mindset. Yeah, it really it's, is. Change starts with small things and one person. Exactly. And I think about that kind of statistic of how many people there are in Australia in a consumption sense as well. Like imagine if 27 million people didn't buy plastic bottles or didn't mm. use those plastic bags, like yeah. there wouldn't be the demand for it and then so therefore shops wouldn't supply it. Like yeah. I feel like the whole eco world is all about like demand and supply really. Yeah. And the companies just want to do what people are attracted to. Exactly. So if everyone stops supporting X and purchases Y instead, they're going to be like, oh, and like, get the picture. Yeah. Like even the other day, like I was buying like a bottle of kombucha that Will had requested for our part of dinner and I had two options like in like the 1.5 litre bottles, like get the plastic or get the, the glass. And I could have got the plastic. It was actually slightly um, bigger. Um, and yeah, and I just went, no, nah, I'm going to get the glass because that's one more person that's buying glass over plastic so that that company can get the hint that no, we are going to be more. Yeah. sustainable about this so. yeah it's all about choices at the end of the day isn't it totally little choices yeah and the fact that they add up okay my next one is another plastic bag scenario and i love using these because i feel like everyone can relate and they're not like so far-fetched that you just kind of like oh I can't be fucked doing that remember back in the day and even now but the plastic bags that you buy at Woolies, they're kind of intended to be reusable plastic bags. Mm. But, like, does anyone actually do that? I don't know. Yeah, I do sometimes. <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, you've ticked Although, the box. I always feel like I'm going to get in trouble. Like, someone's going to be like, have you scanned that? Because I know. Because it looks like you're bringing a brand new one to the counter. So true. Well, that's that's awesome that you do that. But <laughs> I know for a fact that there's a lot of people out there not doing that. And they just use them as if they were those one-time plastic bags. Yeah. Something that I used to do back in the day, well, my parents used to do back in the day, 
is saving those one-time plastic bags and using them as bin liners. Mm. So then at least, you know, you're you're already buying plastic bin liners, which in itself is kind of bad. But then at least you're using a plastic bag that you would have just thrown away. Mm. So you're saving money and, you know. Yeah, so true. And, and like as shit as it is, sometimes you just need a solid bit of plastic to hold your rubbish. Because, you know, when you try to buy those um, eco-sustainable yes. like – um, and then they thin break. ones and then they break and you end up just buying like triple the amount yeah which can't be good like doing sh- shooting your idea in the foot you know what I mean like, I know all right my last tip is don't support fast fashion that was gonna be my last you're one you're joking no. oh. well that's all right that's we right we'll just it. chat about it together which is what we do anyway <laughs> Um, yeah, like cheap and speedy production of low quality clothing, which cycles in and out of the market quickly to meet new trends mm. is so bad when you think about it. People trying to keep up with the demand. Like imagine feeling inadequate if you're not wearing a certain outfit like the, to fit in with your friend group. Or the, it's about we, everyone needs to change their like perspective. perspective on this. Yeah, I think it all comes down to what's cool and like what isn't. But um, absolutely, and even like I'm guilty of loving a cheap find. Like you know when you find something and you're like, oh, I got this from like blah blah, and it was five bucks. Like you know when you're like, I got this from Kmart and it was so good. Yeah, like I'm guilty of being that person as well. But I think it's like the overconsumption yeah. of that. Yeah, sometimes you just need something basic that you might not be able to find in an op shop that day. And, you know, there's a time and place for Kmart. Totally. And big dubs. A lot of the time when you do buy those fast fashion, either like clothing pieces or whatever they are, you know, they'll last like two or three washes and then they lose their shape. And then you have to like go and buy something else again. Mm. So I think the beauty in investing in like, solid pieces of clothing and like even sustainable companies Mm. is that they last you a lot longer like that that is actually true you know what I mean yeah yeah so you end up saving in the long run purchase timeless pieces yeah you know things that you you won't have an issue wearing for years on end totally and you know he's me talking about Ali again but even today like as we're recording this podcast yeah she's dying a set that she's had that she bought traveling um, overseas years ago and it's kind of faded, but she wants to dye it black again. And so rather than throwing it out, she's just reusing it. And yeah, so good. And I think dyeing clothes will become quite popular. I already know that it's quite a popular thing to do in like Melbourne, even mm. Sydney is doing a bit of it. Brisbane, it's harder to find people to do it. But there is a bit of a trend coming through of sustainable clothing and sustainable fashion yeah and that is one way that you can do it is giving clothes a new life because they've got a different color yeah so true that's yeah. a great point don't give don't give in to every trend every sale that you see I mean, unsubscribe to- from all the marketing <laughs> that you've subscribed your email to yeah even like repairing clothes like that's a big one yeah so true like if something breaks don't just chuck it in the op shop bag or that's just landfill anyway. You think you're just, you know, not everything at the op shop gets used, yep. especially if it's broken. Yeah, so true. Go and repair your garments, mates. Anyway, guys, we hope that you have taken away even one nugget of wisdom from today. Hopefully 10, but 
one would be great. Yes. Kickstart your eco warrior journey. And as we said, it's the small ways that we make change that makes the big difference. Start small. Yeah. Little choices is all it takes to create a movement. That was very inspiring. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to go not use those little plastic bags at Woolies. Totally. I'm going to go soak all my clothes in the bathtub now. (laughs) Alrighty, guys. We'll see you next time. Chat to you then. Thanks for listening to today's chat. If you loved what we had to say, hit subscribe, leave us a review. And find us on Instagram at some would say podcast. Talk then.